my first real estate mentor told me a long time ago, he always, he harped on this. He said, you make your money when you buy real estate, not when you sell it. So you got to get the right deal for the right price. Otherwise there's no fixing it and you're in trouble. What's up, everybody? My name's Mike Shogren here with my co-host, Emmanuel Pani. We're part of a group of specialized real estate investors you've probably never heard of. We didn't start with deep pockets or wealthy families, and we don't rely on 401ks, mutual funds, or traditional real estate investing. In fact, many of us don't even own the properties that fund our freedom. If you ask the money experts out there, they'd say what we do is impossible, yet it's happening every single day. It's happening through a new niche called short-term rentals. We are Short-Term Rental Nation, and these are our secrets. STR Nation, before we get into this week's episode, I've got some I am so excited to share with you guys. For the last couple of years, we've been recruiting and training virtual assistants for our private mastermind students, and we have now a officially open that up to the public. So if you are looking to hire a virtual assistant for your short-term rental business, then go to strsecrets.com slash VA and we will recruit, onboard, and train a VA for you. And if they don't save you at least 40 hours a month in admin work, then you don't pay. So I put a crazy guarantee on this because I've been testing this out for the last two years with our mastermind members. And I'm so confident that it works that if it doesn't, randomly work for you, I'm literally going to give your money back. So if you want more info on that offer, head over to strsecrets.com slash VA. And now let's get to this week's episode. All right. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another Tuesday with Mike and Mike. And uh, I am excited for today's episode. This is a huge, huge update from AirDNA that we're going to be talking about. But before we get into that, what's new with you, Mike? What do you got going on? Mainly this AirDNA stuff. I mean, I'm excited for the webinar we got tomorrow, but um, really just get into the nitty gritty of what they currently release and then the way what they have coming out too. We're also working on a little custom filter just for our mastermind students on how to like do prospecting using AirDNA for property management and coasting leads. So that's what I've been working on and just buttoning that up and making it, uh, making it bulletproof. In the last week for the students that have been executing it, it's a small group of like five people right now. They've closed in, in seven days. They've closed three co-hosting deals. Damn. Yeah. So like That's impressive. this is by far the fastest strategy to get a new co-hosting client. You know, there's cold calling, Zillow listings. There's, you know, calling family, friends, loved ones. The seven strategies that I did a while ago, there's those. And now we added an eighth in prospecting using AirDNA. So we'll do another training on that eventually once we have it buttoned up. But right now it's a very... You, we're getting very, very hot leads from this list. Love that. Love that. What's up with you, man? Uh, well, the hotel, hotel is live, which is freaking amazing. So uh, we launched it Saturday, did very well over the weekend. I was there most of the day, but kind of like dipping in and out between my son's soccer games. And uh, one of my partners was there when one of the guests was checking into the dungeon themed room and he was like, dude, I wish I got it on camera. Like his reaction was amazing. The guy was like, this is effing amazing. Are you kidding me right now? Like it's, it's sick. Like those rooms are unbelievable. So yeah, really excited for that. And uh, now I've got that whole crew from the hotel at the new house, which is why I'm literally recording this in my new bathroom because it's the only place that doesn't have 25 contractors doing work to it. But yeah, man, I'm excited. A lot of good stuff going on. Really excited for the webinar tomorrow. You and I have had a chance to connect with Jamie uh, a bunch offline. So Jamie Lane is AirDNA's chief economist and their VP of analytics. He's, he's their data guy. 
and he knows their data really, really well. And we've had some good conversations and he agreed to do a webinar with us to kind of break down, you know, how to do market research and how to use all of AirDNA's new features. Because if, you, if you've logged in recently, you might be like, what the hell's going on? How do I figure this out? This looks completely different. How do I even use this? But they've got a real, a ton of really cool new updates to just one, help you optimize your current portfolio and get more co-hosting deals as well, like Mike was talking about, but also how to go out and acquire more properties. So really, really excited about that. So I just put the link down in the chat. If you guys are listening to this, go to strsecrets.com slash airdna-masterclass to register for that. If you're listening to this on a podcast, you've probably already had the webinar. So it is what it is. You can send me an email to support at strsecrets.com. We'll get you the replay. But for those of you watching live on Facebook, the webinar is tomorrow. And I just threw the registration link down in the chat. So definitely want to be on that. I actually just upgraded our license because it filled up in like a day and a half. So I've added more seats. I just want to get the word out to as many people as possible. So I'm not going to get too into the weeds today about like all the changes on AirDNA because we'll cover all that tomorrow and how to use it. But I just want to drive home the importance of knowing your numbers. And I know, you know, Mike runs a weekly call in, in the mastermind where all he does is analyze deals with people, right? So he's in the, he's in the numbers every single week, week after week, analyzing thousands of deals at this point. And um, we were talking about this offline. There's kind of like two different types of investors. There's folks like me that are kind of like number crunchers. And the, the challenges is analysis paralysis, where you're just constantly analyzing and analyzing and analyzing. And then there's the other side of the camp where it's more of an emotional decision where it's like, I really like this property. I don't know the numbers that well, but I feel like it could do well, right? There's pros and cons to both, but you really need, you need a blend of the two. Like the property has, you have to have an inkling that the property is going to work, but then you need the numbers to support that. So every single deal that I have done, now we have over a hundred units in four different states now, every single one before I pull the trigger on it, whether it's buying it or co-hosting it, I run it through a detailed analysis using AirDNA's data every time because I don't want to leave it up to chance. It's so interesting. I think I talked about it a couple weeks ago. So I've got some properties here in this town that are moving to Beverly, Massachusetts. I've got some properties here. And then I have some properties in Salem, Massachusetts. And Mike's been up here. I mean, it's literally less than a mile away. It's like right over the bridge. But the properties in Salem do almost double the revenue of the properties in Beverly. Right. And so it's really, really important to know your markets, but also your sub markets and neighborhoods. You have to get into that level of granular detail because if you're on the wrong side of the railroad tracks, you're going to be in trouble. Right. And the only way to know that is by going in and analyzing properties and analyzing those markets. So, Mike, I, I want to kick it over to you and kind of put you on the spot a little bit because, like I said, like you're in those numbers every single week now. What are some things that you've, you've been seeing students make mistakes on? And you kind of course correcting them on using the data. Yeah, for sure. So the first thing when you're looking at markets, you also want to find the right like bedroom count for each market. So like mm. all, every single market that's out there has a saturation for a bedroom count. So not every market, like you look at the Smokies, they really, really perform well if you get a five, six, seven, eight plus bedroom house. Now your two bedroom cabin that is $800,000 that doesn't have an indoor pool is not going to perform that well. So when you're looking at the market view and you're looking to try and pick a market, you need to look at what properties and what bedroom count 
is the right fit for you and for your price point too. So like, that's the first thing I tell people is like, if you're going to go buy a two bedroom cabin in, in the Smokies, you better theme it out like crazy and make it way different and have all the amenities possible for that market and for that purchase. So that's the first thing. The second thing is when you're running analysis on an individual property. So let's say you find something on the MLS, you find something on Zillow, or somebody calls you, they got an off-market deal, and you put it into the rentalizer that AirDNA has. Do not listen to that number that AirDNA spits out as a rentalizer. Like it's not the end-all be-all. Yes, their algorithm is good. It's better than any other that's out there, but that's not the only thing that you can look at. It can be very high. It can also be very low. So for instance, one of the properties I bought in 2021, AirDNA said it would do about 45,000 in revenue. We did 98,000 in the first year and 101,000 in the second year. So it's not always you know, about the AirDNA algorithm. You really need to dive into the comps that are available that they have down at the bottom and then look at the map and see what other comps in the area are around you. If you are analyzing a property that is you know, three blocks from the beach, but all your comps are directly on the beach or even vice versa, you need to be able to look at it and say, all right, based on the location, there's gonna be you know, a wider range of revenue possibilities here. So like if you're on the water or if you're on the beach and that property can do $100,000, but you're three blocks away, you know, and those comps are still being pulled in, and it says you're going to do $100,000, you can't listen to that. You need to take in other comps that are two blocks, three blocks, four blocks, five blocks away from the beach so that you can make a, a more educated decision on what you think that, that comp analysis would be. The other thing you need to look at too is the seasonality as well. So for every single one of my properties, I get 25 of them that we either own or manage right now. We have a monthly projection of what that, what that property should gross revenue. That way we can keep track and we can forecast into the future what our cash flow will be. And also we can forecast out for our owners that we co-host for what our projections are. So when you're looking at it, like I had an owner call me last month and she said, hey, you know, our September was way better this year than it was last year. I think she, her payout was like 2,500 this year. Last year is about 500. And, um, and I said, basically like our goal for her property is 2000 in her payout for the month of September. We had to drop prices a little bit, about 8% year over year to make sure that we hit that revenue target for her. But those are the questions that you're going to get asked if you are managing property for other people and that you should know. So again, not only like listening to the rentalizer, looking at the comps, but putting a month over month projection of what that property should make is really, really what you need to do. So it's not just, hey, you know, I think the property can do a hundred thousand. I'm going to put it in my calculator. And if it's a $500,000 house, I'm good. Right. Cause I got a 20% gross ROI. That's not how it works. You need to look at, you need to look at the comps. You need to look at the location. You need to look at the amenities and then you need to have a month over month analysis and projection of what the property will make. So we don't have to get too into the weeds, but I'm curious on what's your methodology for doing the month over month. Cause there's definitely different approaches to this. Yeah. So a lot of that comes from AirDNA. So it comes from like the market analysis of, you know, if all the five bedrooms in this area that are in the 90th percentile, I look at each data point over the last five years and then come to a projection for myself. So if I project the property to do, 
$100,000, then I'm going to break out that $100,000 based on seasonality month over month. So at the beach, typically January, February, March is going to be more slow season. So I'm going to use the past five years of the January, February, Marches, and then put a projection in for myself to, to go and hit. That's essentially how I do it. Yeah. Love it. Makes sense. Yeah. The other thing you need to look out for is not all the data is correct from AirDNA. Like it's, it's impossible to get like hundred percent correct data. So some of the things that we've seen, I, I mean, I've analyzed thousands of properties over the last couple of years is when you find a property and I'm getting into the weeds here a little bit, but when you find a property that is a comp that has the little VRBO uh, logo on it, that means they're getting their data only from Verbo that I, I would throw that out as a comp. You can like click into that link and actually look at the Verbo listing to see if like they have bookings or they have reviews. You absolutely need to do that for every single comp that you're considering to put into your comp set. But you have to make sure that that listing is an actual like live real listing in order to consider it a comp. What happened was Expedia acquired Verbo a few years ago, I think. Can't remember exactly when. And basically the way that AirDNA gets the data from Verbo is way different than how they get it from Airbnb. Um, and according to Jamie, he just said, hey, the data is going to be more accurate coming from Airbnb than it is from Verbo due to the way that we collect the data. So again, if it's Verbo only and you don't see a little Airbnb link or logo, be very, very cautious and very wary. A lot of the times those numbers are highly inflated and the occupancy numbers are highly inflated as well. And then to also to add on to that, if you find a comp that is also managed by one of the classic property managers that have been managing that property for 20, 30 years, a lot of the times what they do is they actually like blast up their prices on Verbo and Airbnb so that they will get booked directly by their previous client base. So a lot of the times you'll have to click in again to that Airbnb link and look at the property manager but a lot of the times those numbers are also inflated when you're looking at, you know, property managers that have been doing this for a long time. I'm not talking about the Vacasas. I'm not talking about the Evolves. I'm talking about the, you know, the Outer Banks property managers that have been managing there forever and have tens of thousands of people on their email list that they try and get to book direct. So those are like the most common pitfalls that I find when looking at comps and trying to estimate like, all right, based on these comps, I'm going to put them in my comp set or I'm going to throw it out of my comp set. Love it. Love it. I'm going to keep this one short and sweet. At the end of the day, the reason that I love real estate is because it is predictable and we have a lot of data. You know, a lot of my friends, you know, they're heavy in the stock market. Maybe they have one rental or whatever. And they're like, dude, you need to diversify. You need to get in the market. I have nothing in the stock market. Nothing. And again, it's, it's personal preference, but for me, all of that is outside of my control. And I just don't know enough about it to like make rational decisions with real estate. It comes down to numbers. And my biggest piece of advice is when you're analyzing properties, the nice thing with their DNA, it's, it has so much data going back five years. So I'll, I'll analyze properties and I'll look at the last 12 months, the last 24 months, but then I'll go back and I'll analyze 2019. Because for me, that's like the baseline metric for before everything went crazy with COVID and all that pent up demand. As things start to normalize back to, I don't think it'll ever get back down to 2019, but it's going to start to curve back towards that number and normalize. 
I want to know that the property is still going to make sense off of those numbers, not just the last two years, because the last two years were phenomenal. You know, this year started to normalize a bit, but 20, 2020, 2021, 2022, they were wild, like record shattering years. So you want to go back and look at those numbers, but I like real estate because I just have more control over it. I can look at all the data. I know what's going to work. I can find the right property in the right market in the right neighborhood, and I can make it stand out. And I can hedge my bets by being very, very conservative with my underwriting. So even if I don't hit the numbers that I'm projecting, I've already analyzed it at, you know, what I think it can do, what would be a stretch and what would be like worst case scenario. And it has to cash flow in all three of those scenarios. So I'm just hedging my bet. So even if, you know, like my Orlando property, it's funny. I was talking when we were talking to Jamie, he said the ones that took the biggest hit were actually the, the luxury properties. And I have seen that in Orlando, but I'm still cash flowing because my underwriting was so conservative that we're still making plenty of money on that property. Whereas the last two years, that thing absolutely smashed, right? So you just want to be very, very conservative and that's how you hedge your downside. And you don't want to get too emotional about a property where you're trying to make the numbers work because you really love the property. If you're wealthy already and you don't care if you have to come out of pocket, whatever, that's, that's your decision. But the majority of people that are tuning into this, they're trying to build a portfolio to get financial freedom, which means cash flow. You cannot play that game yet. You can do that later down the line, but not right now. 100%. One thing I, I always tell people to send me your deal, like send me the property that you're looking at. Too often people will, you know, come on and, you know, I have a lot of calls with people that aren't in the mastermind too. And they're like, ah, oh, I bought this property and it's not cash flowing right now. It's not hitting my expectations. And I said, well, what did you expect it to make? And they don't give me the right answer. So please, please, please do not do that. Like get educated on this, join the webinar, watch how you and Jamie look at deals and look at markets. But also if you like want a third, second, third set of eyes, send it to me, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, find me, Mike Riley NC, send me your deal so I can take a look at it. I promise I won't, uh, I'll probably kill it or at least probably show you some things to think about, but Absolutely. I'm, I'm open to looking at anybody's deals and, uh, and provide some feedback on it. Cause I, again, I've looked at thousands of properties over the last couple of years and, uh, saved, saved some, uh, probably millions of dollars at this point from people in the mastermind trying to buy deals, but also made definitely millions of dollars too. My first real estate mentor told me a long time ago, he always, he harped on this. He said, you make your money when you buy real estate, not when you sell it. So you got to get the right deal for the right price. Otherwise there's no fixing it and they're in trouble. So tune into the webinar tomorrow. Again, I posted the link down in the comments. It's strsecrets.com slash airdna-masterclass. That's it for this week, folks. Hope you guys have an amazing week and we will talk to you soon. Hey, STR Nation, if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. And in the comments, let us know what topics you want us to cover on upcoming episodes, and we'll make sure to get that in the books for you. And if you really want to learn how to launch, automate, and scale your short-term rental business, if you want to go deeper, then check out our free masterclass at strsecrets.com.